ready? All right, let's do this. Good morning, everyone. If you don't know me, I'm Pam, and we're just glad you're here with us this morning. We're going to start with our gathering song. Today is all about music. So I thought it would be fitting if we had a little scripture because music, singing, is, happens 158 times in scripture. And music happens 128 times. You see those words in scripture. So I thought we'd start out with Psalm 96, one of the great bases of our singing. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. And that's why we sing in worship services, because that is a great way to worship God and to sing his praises and to give thanks. So we're going to start out singing. I'm going to sing when the Spirit says sing. So if you can... Um, Grab an instrument, and you can shake them, and let's, let's make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I'm going to sing when the Spirit says sing. I'm going to sing when the Spirit says sing. I'm going to sing when the Spirit says sing. And obey the Spirit. wanted to mention that uh, I had my first, or I attended my first theology on tap, and that was fantastic. So uh, thank you to Diane and Dave for hosting yeah. everyone, yeah. and thanks to everybody for coming out. Uh, it's really a great conversation. Yeah. About, yeah. So we think there's 11, 10 or 11? Room yeah. full. Room yeah. full, room full. So keep yeah. your eyes out the next time we do that. Yeah. Yeah, what else we got? And another one I have is about the Old Testament uh, study group. We now have uh, picked a day. It's going to be Tuesdays from 3 o'clock to 4.30. Okay. Everyone's welcome. And it's going to begin November 2nd, which I think is also Election Day here in Virginia. Is that correct? I think so, So, yeah. so yeah. be sure to vote and then <laughs> come to learn about the Old Testament. And... Uh, Holly has ordered some study books, mm -hmm. and as soon as they come in, we'll get those to everybody ahead of time, mm -hmm. so you can kind of read, read up on that. Yeah, thanks. And it will be here in the church building, in the library, I guess, oh. and also on Zoom. 
for great. anyone who wants to join from there. Worth a try. Awesome. Yeah. Great. So yeah, let us know. Let George know if you want to participate so we can be sure to get you a book. So a lot of people have already signed up, but if mm -hmm. you haven't yet, we'll get you that participation book. There's a little bit of homework reading. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, you might as well read the Old Testament while you're studying the Old sure, Testament. Sure. So, sure. you know, uh, crack open that Bible. Um, Advent, or choirs happening. Seventh Wednesday Street. Night. Okay, seven o'clock Wednesdays. Wednesday starts this Wednesday. You can commit from Wednesday until December nineteenth. That would be great. Perfect. Yeah. So if you like to sing and make a joyful noise to the Lord, could be for you. Um, blessing of the animal service is coming up on October thirty first um, during during the worship hour. So at eleven o'clock. Um, so feel free to bring your least well-behaved pets, okay, or and or a picture, a framed picture of your animal, maybe one that is still with you, maybe one that has passed, um, whatever, maybe a stuffed animal, whatever may represent your <laughs> beloved pet, and we will create space to honor them and remember them as we talk also about sacred space in worship. So hope you guys will um, participate in that. And now... Paul. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Um, trunk or treat. You guys are awesome. We're up to 17 vehicles now. Yay. I think that's enough to, to give out some good candy. Um, if you cannot participate in person, um, please bring candy either that Sunday or anytime between now and then and drop it off here at the church and we will greatly use that because the kids can never get too much candy. Um, but I also wanted to give you ideas if you are participating. Um, Party store, dollar store, all have things, you know, that look festive and glitter and spider webs and things. Or you can be fancy and go online and order a whole kit that's specific to your trunk. So whatever you want to do, the kids will love whatever you do. Just make sure you have candy. That's it. Right, that's really it. Yeah. That's the big thing is the candy. The candy. You yes. can come as you are. You don't even have to dress up. You just bring your lawn chair and yes. sit in the parking lot. But as long as you got candy, you're going to be okay. Exactly. So we so. are really trying to push this in the neighborhood and publicize it. We have already had a lot of interest. Um, uh, and so we hope that, so tell you, if you, here's a ways that you're like, I don't want to dress up or I, I don't think I can, I can participate. You can bring candy. You can tell your family, your grandkids, friends, your neighbors about it. Um, that, those are ways that you can actively still help, even if you can't physically be present or it's just not your jam to decorate the trunk of your car. You, there's still room for you. Yeah. So, thank yeah. you, Paul. So thank you. Thanks for organizing it, Paul. Yeah. It is on the 31st. That's the Halloween. Yeah, so from 4 to 5.30 in the parking lot. So early enough for, I think, for the kids, you know, to then get home, get them to bed whatever, also enough time. Um, if you're adults and like to do whatever other adult things you do on Halloween, I guess. So there's still room, so that's all we've got. Um, lastly, I just wanna celebrate that Hogan Brock is with us this morning on Zoom. Um, he actually is our worship leader all the way from Canada. Um, so we are glad that you're with us. It's so good to see you, Hogan. It's just like old times seeing you on Zoom. Like nothing has changed, uh, but uh, yeah, it's great. It's great that you're with us. Um, I love technology. 
a blessing and a curse. Today, a blessing. <laughs> um, all right, George, I'm going to be quiet and let you do your thing. I'm just going to type on this laptop. Okay. Sure. <clears throat> As we prepare for worship, we've been navigating the building blocks of worship for the last couple of weeks. We are inviting you to think how these different elements of worship equip us to live in the presence of God throughout the week. We've emphasized the Disciples of Christ precept of the priesthood of all believers, how each one of us is capable of ministering, utilizing our God-given gift to uncover the good news. We have thought about all the places in our lives we experience communion, Last week, we were challenged to think about our own sermon to proclaim for the world. And this morning, we have infused the service with short lessons about music as we consider how music shapes worship. Before we get started, we want to acknowledge that we are striving to help our Zoom participants feel more included and part of worship. There were some practices we observed when fully on Zoom, such as lighting the Christ candle, that helped us center ourselves. So this morning, we formally observe this practice again. So those of you at home, as we light our Christ candle here at 7th Street, we invite you to light your candle. And we settle ourselves in to the mystery that God is with us and the Holy Spirit is present in all of our locations. Now, as we warm up our heads and hearts, we invite you to think about some of your favorite holy musical moments in life while Pam plays our prelude. The prelude this morning is a 4,000 tongues to Charles Wesley wrote an 18 stanza poem uh, called of 4,000 tongues to sing while he had pleurisy. And then later it was put to a familiar hymn tune. We have the prelude so that we can be centered and be, that will pre prepare us for worship.
Go for it, Hogan. <laughs> you started. it again, Hogan. Can you hear me now? Yes. Great. <laughs> uh, in your bulletin this morning, you received your call to worship and our opening prayer. Um, we will read the bullet after I read the other text. I am the church. You are We invite you to pass the peace to one another. Please wave at each other and remember to wave at our, our friends on Zoom as we sing our welcome song, which is printed in your bulletin. You are welcome here. You and your had just finished their meal, the Last Supper that we know of, and uh, in Matthew 26, 30, it says, after singing a hymn, they went to the Mount of Olives. So Jesus sang. I'll let that sit with you for a few minutes. Um, if you'll please turn in your bulletins to page 4. 455 in your hymnals. This is a hymn written by David Edwards, 1983, so it's a little bit more current. And he is a disciple of Christ. I think he's a pastor. So, 
uh, it's a little tricky, so I'm going to try to sing it through for you, and then you can join me, because it is a little tricky. You have called me from my hiding place and given me a name. From this moment on, my life can never be the same. I have seen the beckoning vision from I wanted to remain here join me. You have Thank you so much, Hogan, for sharing uh, in our scripture. Um, as the bulletin shares, we have smaller, um, we don't have a formal sermon today, um, but instead our, our service is infused with different um, understandings of why we have different elements of, of, of music throughout our worship. But um, we still have a reflection question for you to hold on to as we hear different music, um, and that would be, what would your song proclaim? What is the song that is within you? What is it that you have to praise to God? Um, what is on your heart? So what would your song proclaim if you, um, if you were to write a song to God? So um, we invite you to reflect on that um, throughout our worship service. All right, this morning, our 7th Street Singers are going to be singing, How Can I Keep From Singing? If you'll come forward, uh, special music has a great place in worship. We, we trace it all the way back to King David and 
and his influence on the temple because he was a musician. And there was a, a group of musicians called the Sons of Zebedee who were special musicians who would bring forth, what's your name? Oh, you're going to take that off. Thank you. Or hitting your microphone. Is it? Oh. I'm so glad Holly takes care of me. <laughs> um, anyway, special music is a great part of worship, and we trace it back to David. So we're going to be singing a folk song that Robert Lowry, a Baptist called How Can I Keep From Singing? We're now going to the prayers of the people, and I invite you to turn to page 599. Usually our special favorites, while you're turning there, um, we have a is the, the lady that passed away. Yeah, so family. Uh, Alex Flusher is having surgery tomorrow. Jeff is 
to be induced tomorrow. So, am I still having trouble? It's just... No? It's fine. I mean... There we go. It just keeps okay. hitting, and so you okay. can't hear it very well. I think it's better. So, if you didn't hear, Alex Susher is going to have surgery tomorrow. Jess is going to be induced tomorrow. So, we're happy about that. So, prayers for her and prayers for Alex. Um, Janet Morris's brother-in-law passed away this morning. So, we just um, lift you up, Janet. We know that that's, that's hard. Are we going to try it? Okay. There we go. There. There we go. All right. Now can you hear me? Woohoo. Mine's well, I can't get it on here. There we go. Um All right. So, let's remember these folk in our prayers. Remember those who are hurting, those who are depressed, those who are being oppressed and those who need God. This song comes to us from Richard, the words come to us from Richard of Chichester, born in 1197. 1197, just think of that. That's a long time ago. He was a bishop in England, and he wrote these words, and after his death, he was canonized as a saint. So he is Saint Richard, sure enough. In 1971, Stephen Schwartz, a famous composer of our day, um, took these words of Saint Richard and put them to music for the musical Godspell. So we're going to sing this. I'll sing it for you first if you're not familiar with it, and then we'll sing it together. So follow along with the words the first time. Day by day, day by day, Oh! 
but I got you. Um, <laughs> thanks, Paul. Yeah, I knew the hymn, and so we gathered around that piano and after supper, and we sang songs, and it proved to be uh, a connecting point. And sometimes I tried my hand at singing German or Swiss German, and uh, other times I just uh, I sang the English and they sang the German, and we made beautiful music together, and it was wonderful. This week, as we've been preparing for this service, I've been thinking a lot about the similarities of music and communion at this table. Both feed our souls, both are avenues to provide hospitality and welcome, both connect us. And like, and music like communion takes us back in time to remember. How many times has a song come on the radio and it takes you back in time to a moment that was beautiful and sacred. This table, too, takes us back in time. So friends, let us come to this table where all are welcome, where we remember Christ's actions in the world and God's love for us. The renewing, of, the renewing spirit of Christ meets us here, so let us give thanks for this meal. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise God all creatures here below. Praise God above the heavenly host. Creator Christ and the time that Jesus gathered with his disciples and he took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to them and said this bread is like my body broken for you do this in remembrance of me and likewise after supper Jesus took the cup and blessed it and gave it to them and said the wine in this cup is like the blood in my veins poured out to give you new life do this in remembrance of me friends the bread of life in the cup of love 
for you. It is good to celebrate this meal together. So let us continue in prayerful celebration as we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Our Creator who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. This week, as I was thinking about uh, making an offering meditation, I thought, what does 7th Street do with the money that it collects? And of course, that goes to many very important things, uh, all of the expenses of the church, the salaries, the, the upkeep of the building, the utilities. But I was so glad that Liz Hewlett sent an email that really bailed me out <laughs> for the next few minutes. So Liz, if you're listening, uh, is she there? Uh, thank you. <laughs> Liz is one of the co-chairs of the outreach committee, and she sent a report from that committee of all the things that 7th Street is doing for people in the community. And all of these things, of course, take some funds to get them done. Well, Liz pointed out there was a report that's on a table, uh, the outreach table that's in the education wing of the building. Uh, there was one report left. I took it. <laughs> but I made 20 more copies. So if you haven't gotten it, pick up the report. It's just amazing what all this church is doing. I wanted to read one small part from Liz, mention just a few of the 20 programs that you all support, and then close with her final words. It is only with the support of our dedicated outreach team and our compassionate and generous church family and friends that our outreach ministries can be accomplished. Our sincere thank you to all. Liz then lists over 20 programs. Here's just a couple. One is called ACTS, Area Congregations Together in Service that are helping families in crisis. There's the Better Housing Coalition that's helping people with affordable housing. The Interfaith Council of Greater Richmond that helps to develop better understanding among people. Meals on Wheels and Feed More, 
two programs that are helping feed people that would otherwise be hungry. Rebuilding Together Richmond that's helping people in neighborhoods come together to repair homes and communities. Week of Compassion, a program that helps people locally and all over the world when there's disasters that occur. There were many more listed. And then Liz closes with these words. In addition, during this unprecedented time, 7th Street has seen huge acts of kindness. Food pantry oversight, homemade masks, notes of encouragement, well-organized and meaningful church activities, including Sunday services, music, safe gatherings, Advent groups, dedicated service by our church leaders and the outstanding telecare team who stay in touch with their clients on a daily basis. Save one person, save the world. Amen. All right, we're coming up to the doxology. I have a lot to say about the doxology. <laughs> oh my, you know, in the early church, all songs were doxology didn't matter. They were all songs of praise and gratitude. Now, fast forward to the 1500s. There were songs that you sang to the Psalms, and there were tunes that you used for each psalm, and that's the way it had been forever, according to them. Now, if you'll Turn to page 47 in your hymn book. I want you to take a look at the actual doxology. Page 47. 46 and 47 are the same, except... 46 is a little bit different in its rhythm. That's the one I sang when I was a child. 47 is the one we sing here. We just you, we hold the notes a little bit longer. But this, this was written, the, the tune was written by Louis Bourgeois, I think. It's French, if anybody knows French. <laughs> but anyway, Louis decided he'd write some new hymn, new tunes for the Psalms. So he did, and they sang them in, in the church. Well, the people in authority, the, the pastors and the bishops, didn't like it. So they threw him in jail. So for, for actually putting this tune to the old 100, 100th Psalm. They threw him in jail. Isn't that just crazy? But there it is. <laughs> he, he finally got out because John Calvin, a theologian of the day, intervened on his behalf. And they finally relented and let him out of jail, but he couldn't, you know, use this tune anymore. 
Well, fast forward to now, and we don't know any other biology. Biology. <laughs> we don't know any other doxology. It was a G, wasn't it? <laughs> we don't know any other doxology but this one. It's, it's uh, very crazy. Thomas Ken wrote the words in the, that we know today in 16. 74. If you'll look at page 48, right across the page, the book, uh, this is the same words, but this is written to the Talus Canon. So, different ways to, to, to sing the doxology, what we know of. Now, look at page 47, and in the right-hand part, it says, Old Hundredth. That's the name of this tune. If you'll turn the page, on the left it tells who wrote the words and music. On the right, it tells us the hymn tune name. I can't pronounce that one or the next one. Or the, but page 54, it's new creation. The hymn tune is always on the right-hand side in our hymnal. And that means you can sing different words to that hymn tune. It was a, just the way they came about when they just printed words instead of music. Did you only have like a handful? Yes, there was only a handful of tunes. Only a handful of tunes and then you had different lyrics that you could put to those. Exactly. I think so. Louis. Louis, yeah. Louis. Yes. He wasn't the no, no, don't change. It no, it, it was a, just a different tune. And and you know, that tells us about people don't like change. People do not like change. And uh, threw him in jail for it. So, <laughs> Ooh, glad those days are over. yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so let's sing page forty-seven, which is the one that the doxology that we sing. In just a moment, we will have our benediction. Uh, before I lead you in that, I'd like to 
Thank you all for coming out today. It's great to see everyone here in person. And thank you to all our friends on Zoom who came uh, in that manner. And it's great to see you, your faces. And Holly's going to let us see your faces. Thank you. Uh, good to see everyone. Uh, it's a beautiful day today. I hope you enjoyed the weather and the feel of fall that's in the air. And now I'd like to lead you in the benediction. It's a responsive reading. Uh, so just as you began the service responsibly with uh, Hogan, now if you'll read the, the bold print sections. In our worship today, we remember. In our worship today, we remember. In our worship today, we remember. Go forward from this place knowing. You are loved. You belong. You are God's. You are the church. Amen. We need to think about what we learned in worship as we leave the post that is meant for you to think about what had happened and how maybe you were changed. That's why we have the posters. So I think I've covered them all, except for biology. I don't know anything about biology. 